Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. This is episode 65. I'm your host, Carter E. We are on a little bit of a different setup this time. Uh, you could still technically say in studio, I suppose. Uh, I suppose we got enough of a setup here to, to mark it as a studio. But we are joined by Douglas High Boys basketball coach, Corey Thacker. Uh, but before we get to Corey here in just a second, I would like to thank today's title sponsor, has Played Against Sports, the best place to go for all your new and gently used sporting equipment needs. Played Against Sports is located in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center. Check them out today or online at www.playedagainsports.com. Corey, thanks for joining the program. I know it's a busy week for you guys heading, preparing for state. Um, you know, what's kind of been the, the mindset around the team here coming into this week and, and through practice up to today? Uh, first of all, I got to say, I really like this uh, portable setup we got here. It's pretty nice. It makes, makes me giggle just looking around at it. Um, I, you know, our, our kids have a great mindset this week. You know, uh, there's not one person in the state that believes anybody from the north is going to win this week. And that's and that's been our mindset. We got to play the underdog role. We got to get after it. And we, I think our kids are believing in our game plan and getting after it. And they've had that mindset all week. It's been kind of fun. Since this is an audio medium, I'll just uh, expand a little bit. We got Corey's mic on two Gatorade coolers. Mine's on a tub of I think used jerseys. So. Oh, they're clean. They're, oh, they're clean. clean. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I technically still used, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in a in a locker room office here. But you know, I guess I'm curious for for you guys throughout this season. Uh, I'll kind of start start at the beginning to to now. Obviously, you know, we've t- we talked a lot, you know, post game about the growth you guys have seen on the floor, going from you know having one point in that first quarter against Spanish Springs, that first meeting to beat them by 11 uh, at their home floor in a, in the regional semifinals to qualify for state. What's the, what do you think the biggest area of growth you've seen uh, from, from your perspective is with this team this season? Uh, I think just the belief in each other and the belief in everybody that's around us. I, we always say it's, uh, you know, our 20 that are on the floor against everybody else. And they, we all have to believe in what we're doing and, you know, there's times where we didn't have that belief, and it, it hurts us on the floor. Uh, but towards the end of the year, the kids really started believing, here's what we're doing, here's what we have to do to take care of the ball, to play defense. And it really, you know, came to a culmination at the end with at Spanish Springs where we, our kids just believed the entire time. I mean, it was, you know, looking back, at we – we, we surprised Spanish Springs with what we did, and the kids really executed everything that they were supposed to do offensively and defensively. It was it was just beautiful to watch. I think one point in the game in the third quarter, I remember looking down because you can't scream, you can't coach kids during that game; it's too loud. And we're just looking. You just look down and just see the kids communicating, talking. Um, we made a few mistakes, and there was mistakes being made, and the kids were getting after each other and fixing the mistakes before we even had timeouts. And that's what was really really nice to see. And just even talking about it, it's giving me goosebumps right now because it was fun to really be a part of with those kids doing that is there any difference this week given that this is now the second year in a row you guys have made state is it any more any more confidence or any more knowledge of what you need to do this week in order to be prepared for a state tournament i think it really did help us out we had a lot of kids i mean we had a lot of returners uh that helped us out last week with this with the semifinals uh because we we start teaching the kids or talking about it with the kids from the Wild West. We're having four games that week. That's a long week. Then the next week we have four games with uh, playing home games, um, just hosting games at home for three in a row. And then we talk about it the next week when we go to San Diego for that trip, that this is what we're preparing for is that that mindset of you have three hard games during playoffs and you have to just take it one game at a time and that's what we do right from the preseason then obviously you go through the regular season trying to get through everything and make sure you get to a higher seed than maybe fourth but we we got we ended up there but then that prepares us i mean that and the kids 
that uh, last week just said, all right, hey, we've worked on this. We prepared for this. We're ready to go. And we just took it, you know, on our board every single game. We had game one, game two, game three. And that's what we did all before that with the with the preseason stuff. So our kids did a really good job of making sure that everybody was prepared that way. Uh, is there any one player, any one thing that surprised you the most this season that is kind of, I guess, maybe uh, broken your expectations in one way or the other? <laughs> that's uh, You know what? I've never thought about that one. Um, <laughs> that's because I we have some kids. I mean, Jet Lehman, I thought, was really big step up in the back end. He, he had some big, big plays for us. Um, in the regular season, he's going to, you know, do some things in this, it did some things this postseason, going to have this, this week. Um, you know, Jack Tobert really came along, uh, to help us out. Uh, but returning four guys, we had those expectations. You know, Aiden Flory stepped in with a whole new role of not even getting time, playing time last year, maybe one or two minutes, you know, averaging a game, uh, to really getting dominant minutes to play defense for us. So those guys have really stepped up. We've had, you know, different areas, you know, every kid has stepped up in some way. Um, you know, Theo being our rim protector a lot more. He helped us win, beat uh, Minogue at home, you know, and then Spanish Springs. Uh, we were looking back at that game film. I think they, I don't know what, it was 16 shots inside, and Theo changed probably 12 of them. I mean, that just changed the projection either by blocking them or making them shoot a double pump crazy shot. I mean, so those things really helped us out. Um, you know, obviously Caden and JC, you know, and and Thomas really sharing the ball and not caring who scores. They weren't they weren't selfish on oh I got to have the ball all the time and I got to be the guy to score. So that was really nice for those guys to all step out that way. And which is every year, you know, you have to have different guys step up different ways. And you know, next year it's going to be we're going to have some returners, but their roles are going to change. Mm -hmm. And hopefully those kids fill into those roles quickly yeah obviously last year you know you guys win win the north with uh case and boggs and chris small i see you obviously go go from uh you know a player of the year and a first team all region player to having to kind of fill those shoes again but to have you know basically four guys on any given night as you mentioned that can put up i mean they're all averaging roughly 10 points a game but that doesn't mean you know they're putting up 10 points a game on any given night you have nights where you know thomas will score 21 or theo will have 20 and 12 or Caden will go off for 18 with eight assists. Um, JC Reed is always capable of getting hot too. How, how nice, but how different has that been this year? It's, we joked about it at the beginning of the year, but we were serious with that. If we have every, every kid scoring 10 points a game that gives us 40 right there. And then if one guy pops up, that'll at least get us to 50 and other guys scoring, you know, we have a chance that we can hold people under 50 every single game. We'll be good to go. And that's, you know, that's, really what we got from those kids. I mean, even I forgot about Jeremiah Pitts coming off the bench and scoring. You know, he has a great way to shoot. He has that shooter's mindset that he's on the floor ready to go every single time. And so we've just had a lot of dudes that have stepped up and filled roles. It's been kind of fun. Yeah, and to see to see some of those roles fill in. I mean, how nice is that for you as a coach to see, okay, this guy, this kid is capable of, you know, what I, what I saw in JV or what I've seen in practice uh, to have that kind of translate into a game. Um, I know that's not always how, how things work out. So how, how nice is that as a, as a head coach to see that happen? Yeah. And it's, it's these kids just having patience with each other really is what it is. They have to work with each other, have patience. Hey, this is what this guy's capable of doing. I'm going to trust that he's going to be here because this is what he's going to do. Um, I mean, we know that we have a three or four guys that can get to the rim and we have three or four guys that can shoot it from the outside. And that's when we can all trust, Hey, somebody's getting there sometime and get to the rim or our bigs, you know, working together. I mean, even down to Jack and Theo working together at, at Spanish Springs, you know, we hadn't done that a lot all year and it worked very well for us at that point. And so it was nice to have just guys just trusting, Hey, this is my spot right now. And this is what I got to do. So I know we've talked a lot about the, the offensive end of things, but I'm, 
personally most curious about the defensive changes you guys made this season. Last year, it seemed like you guys really liked to pressure right around the half court line, and not that you've gotten away from that this year, um, but you were you know really re- good at getting steals and getting out and kind of uh, gambling, for lack of a better term, on some of those balls. And it seems like this season you guys are a little more content to to sit back uh, in the half court, whether that be man to man or two three zone. I know obviously that zone was very effective against Spanish Springs. Is that kind of a, a change you've seen as well, or anticipated coming into this year? Uh, we didn't anticipate it because we start out the season trying to be a full court pressure team or even three quarter or half court pressure and we noticed these guys like to sit back i mean we've joked since the beginning of the year that these guys the best thing or well, the worst part about these guys is they don't freak out and the best part about these guys is they don't freak out i mean that's <laughs> it's really been that way and they just kind of they're pretty level-headed all the time and so we had to you know had to adjust to, to how we played because of that and you know we've we've found some things that have really worked for them and they've done a really good job um, but what it comes down to, you got to defend in a half court situation, and our kids really have done that down the stretch. I mean, it's been nice, and we've had some hiccups a couple of times, but they have really just sat down, defended, and tried to protect the paint and protect, you know, get contested outside shots. And I, they've done a really good job that way. Yeah, and Theo Reed's, I believe, still second in the state in blocks this season. Um, how much of that has been his kind of growing into his role, and how much of that, from from your perspective, has been uh, him, you know? contributing well on help side defense and uh, allowing, you know, anybody that gets past that that first layer to to run into a, you know, a six eight forward who's capable of sending any shot any shot back where it came from. And I well I I'm gonna say his timing's gotten way better than it even was last year. I mean, before we had Chris Smalley that would I mean he was changing everybody's shot mm-hmm. just because he was a D one athlete that could do anything, you know, not really a basketball player. Uh, but Theo's timing of making sure he keeps his hands up um, has really changed and made it a lot better. And having kids that can trust, all right, I'm going to get beat, but I'm going to have rotation and help on that backside, you know. And then having you know Jack Tolbert, who's six nine in there too, who's going to put his hands up and just change shots, and that's that's a big change for for guys coming in, especially in the north where they're not used to big dudes around. And we we were lucky to have that this year. I know you guys are a pretty pretty humble bunch, but I do want to talk about your son a little bit. And in Caden, seems like this season. His jump from his freshman to sophomore year has been uh, pretty exponential. I mean, especially uh, his ability to take the ball to the rack. How how crucial has that been for you guys this season when you guys have needed a bucket to see him to be able to kind of go get it? Yeah, that's – I mean, he's really helped us out getting to the middle of the key um, and big time because we thought JC could do it. We thought Thomas could do it, you know, and, and Jet Lehman we thought also could do it. But last year he got to sit back and live off Case and Boggs, get into the rim and live off those type of things. And we needed people. We we knew we had those guys. Um, but him to just be calm or calm on the floor. I mean, there's times when, you know, it's just nothing happening, but he'll he'll find a way to get his, his little body into that into the key and just find shots for somebody or even himself and get us a score in some crucial situations has been nice you know to having a sophomore like that is is going to be is kind of fun and thinking about down the road um to have a guy like that and just hopefully he keeps getting that <laughs> that leadership and learning now all right next year's going to change but right now we're going to live off what he's doing and getting to the rim really is nice for us do you happen to know offhand what his vertical is because i'm always impressed <laughs> when i see him leave the leave the floor I'm, i was like man he can jump uh, way higher than you would think just by looking at him yeah well we test vertical at the beginning of the year and it's just off uh, off uh, one step so okay i think it was probably about 21 or 22 so okay. it's not too nothing too crazy okay okay you know, off movement maybe he's gonna get to okay. 23 24 we'll, we'll see <laughs> yeah 
it was just yeah you know he's he's just so so quick and elusive maybe that's what what part of what adds to it as well um and his ability to kind of adjust in the air too seems to be seems to be a pretty pretty crucial part of his game yeah that's been a big i think really that we would go back to complimenting like case and box i mean they they were in the gym in the summer even in the fall before case and left and even when he came back over Christmas, um, they just worked on one-on-one stuff and working on how to finish at the rim and playing against each other all the time and just working on different finishes and, and gain, you know, help Caden gain confidence to get into the rim, especially around bigger dudes um, and be able to pass that way. And that's, I mean, I know Kaysen's gone, but he really did. It was a big mentor for him that way. Uh, switching to Durango in, in the state tournament, obviously I'm sure you're not, don't want to give away all your trade secrets here, but what are you kind of expecting from Durango? And, uh, does, does, I mean, a Friday night start time, I mean, it's pretty normal. It's not the nine fifty slot, which I'm sure you're probably a little thankful for, but what are you kind of expecting to see from Durango on Friday night? Uh, Durango is, I mean, they're a typical Vegas team and they, they have, they're going to go seven deep, um, and they're going to run transition. Um, we've heard that they're just dogs. I mean, that's just, they're just going to get up and down the floor and play their seven guys and really stay with their top five almost the entire time. Um, you know, they got a couple guys that can really get to the rim. They have some dudes that can shoot it. Um, so we're going to have to defend, you know, all 94 feet. And when we're in a half-court situation, making sure that we're always getting a hand up and contesting and making sure that we block out because all seven dudes are very athletic. And that's, I mean, that's going to be the thing is how are we going to cancel it out? We have to control the tempo of the game, you know, when running and making sure that we get great shots in our spots. Um, and, and just not panicking, make sure that we just settle down and, and do us and not have to be quick to try to be in their tempo. We want to run our tempo and put them in, <laughs> in a situation they might not have been in all year and, and hopefully throw them off balance. I'm always curious about this, especially knowing, uh, you know, from seeing it up at, uh, Reno or UNR last year, what is, what, how much practice time are you getting in these, these gyms with these extended backdrops? Yeah. And I'm sure it's not enough. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not enough. The best we could do is, you know, the, the playing at Spanish Springs when they have 40 feet behind their backboard, um, that's the one change, but you're not getting that depth of perception of looking up, you know, and, and seeing 150 feet behind it. And we're going to do our best to get down there and practice. I mean, we have uh, our our gym has 30 feet behind the backboard, so we get a little bit of practice in it, but it's nothing. You just got to get out on the floor and make a quick, quick adjustment. Like we tell the kids all the time, there's adjustments that we have to make every day, and hopefully, you know, the team that makes a quicker adjustment will be be ready for it. Any any uh, fun games planned for the for the bus ride? Anything you guys got to do to entertain yourself? I'm sure the kids uh, will be fine. I'm sure they'll oh, take yeah. care of this. <laughs> no, you know, they all have their phones, and they'll be playing down there, playing games. I mean, the kids have their chess games that they play against each other on you know on their apple games uh we'll definitely have the cards out and be playing cards the entire way we in our trip down to san diego we had about a four-hour spot where we were playing cards the entire way so um it is fun it is it is a good time and good bonding you know we've even um coach hasn't know this yet but i know he's sitting in the room but we might have a poker night down there we're you know we're making it so it's entertaining for the kids and enjoying because these guys are fun to be around each other and they they've really come together as of late and it's been fun and we're, we're trying to take advantage of it for as long as we can as you allude to uh, douglas assistant coach eric m sitting sitting behind us not not on the microphone unfortunately but I'm curious you guys got any ringers when it comes to card games anybody you, you don't don't want to see see on the table you're trying to run away from when when they show up right now right now the guy is jet lehman he's a, <laughs> he's, he's a ringer he he's uh we had a we had a poker day up uh at the beginning of the year after our first scrimmage and he he uh, cleaned house pretty good, um, but you know we play some different games, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun <laughs> to see. And Jet just he he just he 
surprises you with how good he is at cards. So. And he also surprises me about how, speaking of hops, how, my, how quickly he can get up off the floor and, and get to the rim. Uh, I'm sure that's something you saw saw right away. Uh, how exciting is it as a, as a coach to see, to have you know three, maybe four guys who can get up and, and slam the ball down if, if you need to? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's crazy to add that. I mean, it's a compliment to these kids working in the weight room. I mean, really it is. We've been in the weight room now for two years consistently um, for hundred, at least 180 days with just us being with around the kids. Well, 180 days plus our, with our, you know, our A day, B days. So. Yeah, yeah. But we're in the we in the weight room every single day, game day, post game, pre game days. We are in there, and the kids are working with what we're doing. You know, we'll take a, about a month off after the season. We'll hit it again and. I think it's really helped us, the kids, to have confidence on the floor, um, you know, with obviously bounce going to the rim and just being able to play defense and be solid in front of people. It's There hasn't been, you know, maybe one or two teams that have been equal to our physicality, and that's it's been huge and been nice. And, you know, we're getting to see some benefits. I mean, Jet was joking around today that he was doing our off-season workout all throughout December, and we're <laughs> definitely seeing those. Um, definitely seeing the results right now because today he he got he got after one today that I we haven't seen a dunk like that in our practice in a long time and it was it was solid he punched one in pretty good. <laughs> uh, you know, you mentioned to kind of lead things off that you know nobody expects the North to win any of these games down down south, um, but for you guys, does it feel is that more of an advantage to kind of play like you have nothing nothing to lose in some senses? Oh yeah, yeah, all the pressures on them. I mean, that's that's what it is, and it's. You know, our kids get to be relaxed and go, you know what? We're going to just do everything we can do that we've been practicing to do right. Um, and, you know, we we have to do those things right. I mean, that's it is. They're going to be athletic. They're going to be on the floor. They're going to be running. We definitely just have to step on the floor. You know, it's just a, it, it is another game. And they, the kids have to put the ball in the hole just like we do. But we just got to make sure that we're playing defense and stay in front of them and make tougher shots for them. So yeah, we'll let you get out here in just a second, Corey. But I do have a, just a couple more questions for you as far as uh, as far as that goes. You know, what is uh, I guess you might have already alluded to this, but what's what's going to be the difference maker on on Friday night? Um, tempo. I mean, it's going to be tempo and definitely living their offensive rebounds. We cannot let them get a, you know a second second more than two or three looks at the rim. You know, definitely in each possession they got to get one chance. You know, we might get a ball squeak out here and there, but we got to have less than eight. Eight offensive rebounds for them in that in that whole game. Um, we definitely have to control the tempo, uh, make sure we're getting back and not letting them get you know just run outs and free looks and transition. Uh, if we do that, I think we have a very good chance. I know you've been coaching at Douglas since 2007. Coached at Spring Creek before that. Have you had a two year run quite like this in your coaching career? Um, and, and I, you know what, I don't believe so. Especially going down, uh, going down to uh, state in Vegas. Uh, we've done it even in Spring Creek. We qualified every other year for three years down the, uh, over there, and no, for two years. It just went two years there, and it's just nice to have kids that just have that ability to go. You know what, we're gonna take care of business, and that was that definitely. You know, a tribute to our our returning players that say, you know what, we want to get back there, and you know, making sure that we were ready to go last week, and that was that's just fun. I mean, just having those kids and having special kids. So it's, it was. I looked at coach on on uh, on Thursday leaving Spanish Springs, going, this is special right here. This is really special that we were able to make this back to back and have this. It just 
you know, it was nice, you know, last year to have it, but this year was just even more special to say, you know what, nobody really thought as the four seed that we have a chance, especially winning at Spanish Springs. Um, that's what made it more special. And now, you, hey, and we're going to Vegas too, so it's even better. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the time. That is Douglas head coach Corey Thacker. Best of luck at State on Friday. You can read all about that on our website, www.recordcareer.com backslash news backslash sports. Of course, thanks again to today's title sponsor in Play It Against Sports. Best place to go for all your new and gently used sporting equipment needs. Play It Against Sports is located in the Topsy Lane Shopping Center. Check them out today or at www.playitagainstsports.com. Thanks again to Corey Thacker for joining the program, and we will catch you guys next week. Take it easy.